Baruch Hashem, a new day. One of the blessings of life is that we go to sleep. And one of the gifts of going to sleep is Chadashim Labkarim Rabbe Munasecha is that Hashem made it that you go to sleep so that you start fresh. And one of the benefits of a person starting fresh and starting new is the fact that he's able to forget and he's able to start fresh and start new. So it doesn't matter what happened a week ago, it doesn't matter what happened a month ago, it doesn't matter what happened eight hours ago, ten hours ago, an hour ago, however long it was, right, that a person, that Baruch Hashem, a person is able to wake up, and he's able to, thank you very much, a person is able to wake up, and a person is able to fresh, freshen himself, and every day to go ahead and to have new thoughts about life, because your life... Your life, as we always say, is happening right now. You're in your life. People want to say, oh, i got to change my life. You want to change your life, so change your now. Because right now, you're living life. This is your life. So Baruch Hashem, that's why we start off every day with purity of speech. Because one of the most important things that we know about life is to be loving and to be positive and to see the good. And it all begins with seeing the good in ourselves. And we know that what happens is a person can, can have a lot of ra within himself. A person can have a lot of negativity inside of himself. He can have a lot of darkness inside of himself. And that darkness comes out when he speaks about others, when he looks at others. It's all a reflection and all a, a projection, as they say in psychology. It's a projection like a projector. A projector puts on the wall what's inside of itself. So when you're looking at someone and you see negativity, so what does that mean? Boy, are you negative. If you see positivity, boy, are you positive. So when a person sees outside of himself and he sees negativity, then it's the biggest blessing in the world because it shows him that he has to fix himself to make himself more positive. And that's a shot of Mitzorah. A Mitzorah is Motzi Ra. The Mitzorah is the plague of the one who talks Lashon Hara. Because the lesson is, is that the reason I'm talking Lashon Hara is not because he's negative. The reason I'm talking Lashon Hara is because I'm negative. And when a person stops talking Lashon Hara, and a person learns the Hilchus Lashon Hara like we do, then it trains a person to go ahead and to, and to stop, and to stop the negativity going out, and it festers in. And then what you have to do is you gotta deal with what you got to deal with, which is sometimes very painful. That's the pain of not talking Lashon Hara. Sometimes it's a release when you say something negative. You're like, ah, ah I want to punch that guy in the face. Ah, why does it feel good? Because you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to battle it. You don't have to battle it. It's sort of you let it out of the ring. Once it's out of the ring, then you don't have to battle it. When it stays in the ring, it's painful. That's why any time a person has to go ahead and deal with anything, it can become difficult. Okay. Says the Chavetz Chaim. First, a quick story. Question, comments on that, and then we'll say the quick story. So far, is it the same, Nisan? So far, I'm the same. So far, it's the same. You'll write. You'll write down. You'll write down when it's different. Yeah. No, no. Was that? That, that, that wasn't a. Yeah. I'm saying that to him. No, 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 no. Yeah. Is anything? Is there anything that's objectively negative? What, what do you mean by that? Meaning which is not coming from, from, from mine or anybody's 
Yes, what the Torah calls negative. That's great. I like that. Yes. Yes. What? Um, yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I don't know if it's the forum for the discussion now, but yeah, yeah meaning basically there is something called Oyave Hashem Senura. So you have to understand what's considered Ra. What what is Ra? What is Ra? Good. Learn, we'll learn Derech Hashem together. What is evil? What is inherently Ra? Yeah. That's why I love. That's why I love. That what? Yeah, of course. The tachlis of that is to bring you closer to Hashem. The tachlis is correct. Tachlis of everything is to bring us closer to Hashem. Right? Is that what you're saying? No, I was like, no, yeah, no. I think you're saying that it's a positive to focus on the evil of this evil because that's going to bring a positive result of getting, of God good. Identifying the negative. Right, right, right. right. Correct, 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 that, correct. Did I get you on that? No. I have to pick out the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of the Shulchan Aruch. That's the beauty of the Torah that we have. So that it gives us objective, right? If you don't have the Torah... Right, so then you might as well mir tashem, not mir tashem, right? If you don't have the Torah, so in ten years, when when the God, when they make up a law that you can marry, that you can marry a cat, even a male cat, doesn't have to be a female cat, that you can marry a male, it'll do. Write it down right now. Just write it down right now. Write it down now. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. Ten years, fifteen years, maybe even less than that, where a person will talk about, you know, marrying, marrying a, you know. Marrying a, a a cat, marrying a dog, marrying a, you know, whatever it is. So th- so, oh, what's bad about that? That's subjective. You're you have your own issues that you have to work out. That you're angry at me that I'm marrying a cat. So Baruch Hashem. That's why we have the Torah. That's the Torah tells us what is good. And the Torah tells us what is bad. Yeah. So one of the things that the Torah tells us is bad, on on a perfect topic. Is called Lashin Ha Ra. That is bad. When you talk about another Jew, that is a no no. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. That is not a good thing. That's a bad thing to do is to talk negatively about another Jew. And it's a very bad thing. Not only not only is it a little bit bad, it's very, very, very bad. And he says like this Who are who are, page 146, day 55, who are supposed to keep the Hilchus of Shmir Salashen? Adults and children alike. L- listen to this. Hilchus Lashen Haareth Hey, this is not something new in our generation. Here says the Chavetz Chaim. From a young age, children need to be trained to keep the Halachas of Shmir Salashen and run away from politics. To run away from Jewish politics. Just like one runs away from fire. Discussing political things, especially in Israel. Because when you're talking about Israel, we're not even talking about shul politics, or you're talking about uh, a, a yeshiva politics, or you're talking about you know, other you know, community politics, where it's Jew against Jew. So even in Eretz Yisrael, right, it's even more challenging, because everyone involved 
is Jewish. So to sit around and to talk politics, says the Chavetz Chaim, inevitably leads a person, it's inevitable that it'll lead a person to machlokas and it'll lead a person to Lashon Hara. If you hear your child talking Lashon Hara, obviously you have to um, stop him and say, uh, Yitzchak, what you just said is Lashon Hara. Right? You wouldn't like if someone spoke um, about you like that. Let's try to talk good about others. Now, obviously, well, he says that second. This is one of the biggest favors you could do for your children, as we said yesterday. Right? If you sat at somebody's meal and someone pulled out a bat and started whacking somebody with a bat, right? you'd be like, I don't think I'm going to eat there anymore. You'd be very, very uncomfortable. Right, right. I, that might be right. I don't want to make them feel bad. Right, right, right. Right, right. You whack if so. You sat at a meal and someone's whacking someone with a bat. You run like fire, right? So when someone is sitting talking lush and hard about somebody, they are literally whacking them with a bat. It's even worse. It's even worse in a certain way, because it's more damaging. Could be you could damage a person's parnasa. You can damage a shidduch. You could damage a person's reputation, and it's terrible. So he says like this, of course, the best chinuch, right, you're talking about telling your children, is by example, like we speak all the time. God willing, your house will be a house where we don't speak about other people, like Rabbi Tzvi said yesterday, Baruch Hashem, his house, right, Baruch Hashem, is, is he's implementing, Baruch Hashem, what we learn over here, that your house will be a house where we don't talk about other people. That's what he says. Children, children's minds are like cameras. They keep taking pictures of us. When children see parents avoiding discussions about politics and Lashon Hara, they automatically will do the same. Lucky is a child who has been trained to be careful with one of the most important mitzvahs, Shemir Salashin. He will reap rewards in this world and the next. And to say what, what Mayor, right, Mayor Mattel was saying the other day, which is an incredible thing, is that peh, your mouth, are the same, same letters as po, which is, Lashon Hara is always about you not being present where you are and looking at the blessings that you have right here and dealing with what you have here. Lashon Hara is always about someone else, some time else, some other place, something outside, Right? When you talk about politics, there's nothing you can do about politics. By you discussing Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump has zero effect on who's going to be the president, who's not going to be the president. It makes zero, zero difference. If you talk about, you know, in Eretz Yisrael, you talk about, you know, uh, uh, this one or that one, Likud, and I don't even know all the parties, right? This, blah, blah, blah. So then, so then it doesn't do anything. You can't affect it. If you work in the government, if you're in the Knesset, if you're that, okay, you have a different, you have a different job. Or if you're somebody who's gonna, who's gonna, who has a big community of tens of thousands of people, and you can influence the voting, and therefore you have to st- take a stand. Okay, those people have to say what they have to say about whatever they have to say. But, 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 no, no, not, no offense to call us all here, but simple people like ourselves, which I'm proud to call us simple people. Right? Us simple people, what, what, what does it make a difference? Whether we, whether we talk about right, uh, uh, Likud or you talk about uh, this Miflaga, uh, whatever they're called, this one, this one, it makes zero, zero difference. Stay right here. Stay right here and deal with your problems. You have enough problems within yourself that you have to deal with 
in order to, to live the life that you want to live. Po. So your mouth always wants to be po. Always keep your mouth where it is right here. Talk to the people who are in front of you. Talk about the things that are in front of you. Or don't talk. The best thing a person could do, as all the tzaddikim say, the gra is famous in his letter, and the Mishnah Brura even brings it down, better than fasting. Better than fasting. People think the greatest thing you could do is to fast and fast and fast. Could you imagine a big tzaddikim who fast and fast and fast? He says it straight out. The Mishnah Brura brings it down, that a person who watches his mouth and fasts from speaking is more valuable than, 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 eating, than not eating. More valuable to Hashem than, than, than eating. Yes. Not eating. Than not eating. I heard a story yesterday. We have, yeah. we have like a business course with you. So the lecturer that was there, she was saying how she used to be a news anchor. And she lost her life. She said that she was like doing that for 10 years. She was very successful. And she was going through different stories over time that uh, ended up screwing people's lives. Over messing, time. messing people. Messing, me- messing people's lives. Um, and she thought it was right at first, and then some stories were not even true, and she had nothing to do about it. So the story, like with uh, with the feathers, that like you put it down, right? So she just decided to quit, right? And she didn't know what she was going to do. She, like she was a waitress for a while, and then she opened a business. But so she ended up. Um, she has like a digital marketing uh, uh, company, and now what she works on is is generally things that are like nonprofits or things that make change the world for the better. Like the Shabbos market, like if anybody heard of it, that's like her work and things like that. And like you just see, like we, we talked about last night, you should have worked in a place where it causes you to have to Right. And it was very amazing. Beautiful. Shkoch. Shkoch Shlomazalim. Beautiful. 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 It's true. And like, and like, thank you, Shlomazalim. And like the Chavetz Chaim brings, and like the Medrash brings, man boy chai, man boy chai. Who wants life? Who wants life? Double life. Why? Because people think, oh, besides the Lashon Hara, right, in the next world. Right? We learned the other night, it's very scary, right, that every mitzvah corresponds to a, a part of your body, and spiritually it, it responds to uh, your body parts, and that in the next world, everybody is going to be a, a, a completion, hopefully, of their spiritual body. And if a person, let's say, doesn't spiritually take care of different parts of his body, so in the next world, God forbid, he could be missing an arm, he could be missing a leg, he could be missing his eyes, he could be missing, God forbid, a person speaks Lashon Hara, he could be missing his tongue. So why did Hashem make it that you see people in this world sometimes that they are, you know, uh, God forbid, Rahman al-Itzlan, where they're, they're, they're missing certain things? It's the biggest chesed that Hashem sends us to see that because that's in this world, which is a temporary world where you're missing something. But imagine a person for in infinity, for a person forever, Lanetzach, having certain things that he's missing, Right? Because of that. So that's an Olam Haba. That's an Olam Haba in the world of, of, of your, your greatest investment is Olam Haba. Because we're only here for a limited time. Olam Haba is, is you're going to be much longer in Olam Haba. So that, says the, says the Chavetz Chaim, Man Baichai, like Shlomo Zalman saying, who wants life even in this world? Your life is miserable when you speak Lashon Hara. 
Forget about next world. Forget about the ramifications of next world. That's for sure scary what the ramifications of speaking Lush and Hara are going to be in the next world. But even in this world, how you're going to live your life when you don't speak Lush and Hara and you speak good and you're positive, what that does is, is that creates a beautiful life in this world. That's what it does. It helps a person appreciate, like Shomaz Alman saying, this woman realized that it's all just lush and hara, it's all negativity. And then it ends up, you end up changing your whole career. You end up changing your life. You end, ju- you end up changing so much by a person being careful in how he speaks. Beautiful. Yes, Rabbi Simcharaba. Um, I was just, Rabbi was talking about politics and being a waste of time. Um, and you're not going to change anything. I was just, I feel like it was sound like neutral, like, you know, like, what was the point in talking about it? And yesterday I was speaking to Shimon Gold, and he was telling me how, like, he went for a certain, didn't have his phone with him, and because of that, he wound up, like, living with guys during lunchtime and being Mechazic people. And it's not like, what are you doing wrong on your phone? It's a waste of time. When I have a heated conversation about politics, I don't walk away, I walk away feeling like, hey, I just did something. Like, look at all this energy. Like, so now I have less motivation to actually do something. Right. So it's not just a waste of, of time. It's like, it's, uh, it's, it's not just like a neutral thing. If right. I'm talking about things that aren't going to produce, right. then I'm not going to do things that produce, and it's going right. to be a vicious cycle Correct. of Correct. living. Correct. Correct. So like, it's like, you know, to get... Right. It's true. Like, Beautiful. I, I, I see it a lot with the phones. Like, right. I, even if there's nothing anything wrong, the phone just, it prevents me from, from doing productive things. Right. Like, Correct. Not notice it. Correct. Get rid of the waste, and then all of a sudden... Correct. You have a lot of positive energy that's being put right. in negative things. We don't Correct. Notice it, what do you Correct. Mean? I, just, I just convinced everybody that, that president doesn't Correct. Mean. Correct. I'm so right. I'm passionate about them. that, and then I'm not passionate about the things that exactly. that yeah. I need to be like, passionate about. Right. Like you. You. Or, right. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Always. <laughs> Ah, uh, very nice. Beautiful. All right, okay, beautiful. Shkoch, amen. Amen. Beautiful. Okay, Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zocha to today, to be Makbid, and not to speak, not to speak, especially, especially, unfortunately, there, there, there were some uh, terrible things that happened the last day or so in Klal Yisrael, and we know that tragedies happen for sure. One of the one of the only one thing we do know is that you know uh, that, that 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 we can be careful in, in Achdus of Klal Yisrael. Said Hashem always wants us to be more together. He wants us to love each other more. He wants us not to judge each other. He wants us to to really work on that. And the 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 main reason that that were in Gullus, and the main reason the base of Megdash is destroyed, which is all of the tragedies come from that, is really we know from Sinas Chinam, and, and as the Chavetz Chaim says so clearly, that Sinas Chinam means Lashon Hara. So if there's one thing that we can work on as a yeshiva, if there's one thing we can work on as a Jew, 
Right? It's difficult to know when things happen, what to work on. But one thing we, we, we do know that always works is it always works for a person to work on his his bein adam lechaveiro, his not talking lashon hara, and and as we always say, if you have nothing good to say, say nothing. And it's difficult. It's difficult for a person. But through learning hilchos lashon hara every day, the Chavetz Chaim promises us that that'll diminish our desire to talk about other people. Will diminish, and through that will be zocha not to speak lashon hara today or any day. Okay, I want to continue in Parak Chaf Aleph, as we spoke yesterday. I just want to um, recap a little bit what the Ramchal was saying, and what the Ramchal said was the thing we were focusing on yesterday was gratitude. As Ramchal says very clearly, when a person realizes how much he has and how much good he has, and all the gifts that he has, and how much Hashem loves you. Kibaroso, he says, Hashem is mamish. Hashem is literally like a father to us. He's merachem aleinu ka'av albanim. Right, so one of the discussions that we had with Yehuda brought up a question, and Shlomo Zalman brought out a point, and I just want to bring it out really from this parak. and I'm so happy we had this discussion that we started talking about, well, what about when people suffer, and what about the bad things that happen? So one of the things that the Ramchal says very clearly that I want to just bring out, and that was the first point that we spoke about, is that first a person realizes, and this is really the flow of how a person is able to develop his relationship with Hashem. The point of everything that we do in, in mitzvahs is to develop a relationship with Hashem. That's what a mitzvah is. The reason we do a mitzvah is not just to do a action. The purpose of doing a mitzvah is in order to make us and help us become closer to Hashem. Mitzvah is malashan tzavsa, which connects us. If someone asks you to do something and you do it, what you do is you make a connection with that person. If someone asks you, please don't do something, and you don't do it, that also makes a connection between you and the person. That's how you become a good friend. That's how you become a good spouse. That's how you become a good employee. That's how you become a good any relationship. When you do things for other people, and other people do things for you, that's what develops the relationship. And the goal is for us, and that's the goal of really chasidus. Chasidus, nothing to do with chasidish, but chasidus. Chasidus means that I have this great relationship with Hashem and I'm developing a relationship with Hashem. Now the first thing that he says, that I just want to bring, bring out, because we spoke about this yesterday, is the point to realize that I don't understand Hashem. And I, don't, I can't understand Hashem. And my goal is that I have to understand myself. And that I have this emuna that Hashem, whatever Hashem does, Hashem does for the good. It's a very hard thing for a person many times to realize. But the first step, as the Ramchal says, is you have to establish Ein Kelokeinu. Once a person accepts the fact that I'm not going to understand Hashem, why do people suffer mentally? People suffer mentally because they're in other people's business. There are three businesses. There's my business, there's your business, and there's God's business. So when the weather is not the way I want it to be, that's God's, that's God's business. That's God's business. So when I'm in a bad mood because it's raining, or I'm in a bad mood because the weather's not 
what it is. Or if I'm in a bad mood because Hashem did something, so then you're going to suffer. You don't love what is. You're not accepting. You're not okay with what is. Now, obviously, that's a high level. But when a person realizes, and the Ramchal starts off with this, saying how he is who he is, and Hashem is who he is, and Hashem knows what he's doing. Now, what I need to do is I need to focus on all of the good and all of the things that Hashem does for me. That's the next step. So the first step is that Hashem, everything He does, is what Hashem does. I'm not going to understand Hashem. I'm not going to understand Hashem. That's not my, that's not my goal in life is to understand Hashem. I have to learn to understand myself. I have to, understand, I have to learn to understand my surroundings. I have to understand what I go through, why I go through it, whatever it is. That's it. That's what I have to understand. When I say why I go through it, not klape Hashem. But why do things keep on happening to me? What's it telling me for me? If a person, especially if a person experiences difficulty in childhood, there's something called in psychology, something called transference. Transference, if anybody knows what is in psychology. I'll just give you an example. It's a very heavy thing. Transference, yeah, you guys learned this yet? Menachem, you learned it yet? You know what transference is? You read about it. So transference and counter-transference. We won't talk about counter-transference. That's a little bit more complicated. Transference is basically like this. If you, let's say, had a very bad experience with um, your father, we'll keep it simple. You had a very bad experience with your father. So then everybody who you deal with, who's a little bit, let's say, older than you, or a male figure like that, you transfer your father onto, onto them. So everybody becomes this thing for you. So what happens? The whole world is a mess. The whole world is a wreck. All of these people around me are a wreck, right? Same thing with, with your mother. If you had a bad experience with your mother and, and, or, or, or you have a difficulty with a sister or a brother, whoever it might be. So what happens is it's, it's more than just projection. You transfer that person onto other people. So someone can come over to you and give you a hug. Someone can go over to you and say, hey, what's up? But he reminds you of your father. He reminds you or she reminds you of your mother. So it's like, ah! And then you're like, oh, what happened? And you're like, whoa, what, what happened? So when a person is living in the world of for me, when a person is living in the world of I have to fix me, when a person is living in the world that that's not my business, then it's a message that you see keeps on recurring. It's something that keeps on happening. So it's not the people in the world who have to change. That's why we always say, be the change that you want to see in the world. Because you can't change everybody. What you have to do is you have to change yourself. And when you change yourself, then suddenly all of these people who are these monsters become the most beautiful people in the world. That's Pashup Shot in transference. Okay, what does it have to do with over here? Because the Pshat is that when a person looks around and he can't see anything that is light and he can't see any gratitude and he can't thank Hashem for anything and he doesn't and he has a trouble, what's this? And why is this happening to me? And why does this keep on happening to me? And why is this and why is all this? Oh, what's going on? What's going on? It's a message of the consistency of something that might be sick within yourself. And that happens with typhus and all these things also. If a person has recurring typhus, 
He has things that keep on going over and over. Why do I keep on falling into this? Why when I'm in a bad mood do I go straight to this thing? Some people, right, curl up in bed. Some people run over there. Some people drink. Some people, whatever it is. Everybody acts out differently based on things that happen. So when you blame, right, that's why I don't like blaming. That's why I know some Karab was talking about the phone and, 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 and I know that there's problems. I never blame the phone. I'm not blaming the alcohol. I know, I know, I know. I'm saying I'm not blaming the, right, I know. I'm just, I just, I think it's always important to bring that, this point out also, right? Because the world says it in that way. It's much deeper than that. It's not the alcohol. It's not the drugs. It's not the tithes. That's not what it is. It's not the phone. It's not all of these things. It's not your father. It's not your mother. It's not. It's Hashem. It's Hashem giving you an opportunity, <coughs> Hashem giving you an opportunity to know who you are. It's Hashem giving you an opportunity to understand why you are put on this world. To understand why did Hashem do that to me? I, I don't know if you'll ever understand that. Why Hashem did that to you? Okay, maybe when you get older, right, there are many things that I go through now, I'm a little bit older and I'm like, oh wow, when I was a teenager, when I was your age, right, I could relate to some of the things you guys go through. So I'm like, oh, I didn't know that I'm going to have a yeshiva 20 years later and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to, Baruch Hashem, be able to relate to you. Okay, I don't know if that's the reason. It definitely makes sense that that's why I went through it. But neshama-wise, we don't know why you're neshama, right? We're talking about Gilgulim, talking about your purpose in this world. Right, people, Hashem Yirachem, right, people just died yesterday. People were killed yesterday, right? We'll talk about that a little bit later. It's not, not, not necessarily for now, but I'm saying, oh no, a person doesn't know his purpose in this world. You know your purpose in this world? Why you go through whatever it is that you go through? It's much bigger. It's much bigger than us. So a person suffers. Let's just wrap that up, and then Dovi will get to your question. A person suffers mentally. A person has challenges mentally when he's living in other people's business. I'm trying to change my roommate, trying to change my wife, because that will happen. If you're trying to change your roommate, even if, even if you're not trying to change your roommate, you will try and change your wife. And that's very frustrating. You're going to try and change your kids. That's also frustrating. You're gonna, just like you want to try and change your parents. At your stage, I want to change my parents. I wish my mother was like this. I wish my father was like that. And it's frustrating. And it's very frustrating. And it's hard to let go of that. It's going to be as hard as that is to let go of changing your spouse and changing your children. But the point is, is that the Ramchal says straight, straightforward. And that is that when you're focused, when you're focused on the love that Hashem has for us, when you're focused on what Hashem is doing for me, not to me. We've said that many times. Nobody could do anything to you. It's everything is done for you. Everything is for you. And sometimes that's difficult for a person to process because we're, we're not used to that. We're used to saying everything was done to me. He did this to me. This did this to me. But when a person begins to live in the world of everything is for me, and that means, we spoke about this yesterday, that means, and it's hard to get here, it's hard to get in there, it's hard to go in there, to say, you know what, Hashem, and this is what we said yesterday, Hashem gave me this taiva, Hashem gave me this anxiety, Hashem gave me this situation at home, Hashem gave me this problem for me. 
once you live in that world, you're free. You're free. And then you could develop a relationship with yourself, which ultimately means you could develop a relationship with Hashem. And until you do that, you're going to be stuck. Until you do that, you'll be stuck in different areas. Dovi, you had a question? or you're... Uh, um, So how do, I, how do I get looking to gratitude from a person without looking at each I'm sorry? I feel like you have to look at a person in order to get gratitude from them, but... How do I not do that? What do you mean, look at the person? How am I supposed to get uh, appreciate gratitude for Hashem if I'm not supposed to get into Hashem's business? I have to look at his business a little bit in order to know what kind of what he's providing. Right, good, and, great. And that point, great. I'll start to get sidetracked with other things right. that will lead to that. Once I'm already right, right, right. That's a great, right. So uh, when I say getting into his business, that's right, that's a, good, that's a very good point. I like that point. I think, yeah. No, no, it's a good point. It's a good point. That's a good point. So that's really what we're saying, really what we're saying in the beginning, the first step that the Ramchal, he's going to talk about it later on as well. So talk about it later on as well, is that um, um, trust, trusting, and knowing that Hashem is like my father, and knowing that he cares about me, and that he loves me, and knowing that, knowing that as a fact, knowing that Hashem is perfect, that Hashem is there only to give me good, sort of to understanding, that's not getting into his business of why did he do it to me. Once you start asking, why did I have to go through that? Why did I have to, right? Why is he doing this to me? As knowing, I don't understand. I know one thing I do know. I know that Hashem loves me and Hashem cares about me. That's a fact. If I don't feel that love, I have to, I have to question myself. I have to understand why it is, but I know that Hashem loves me. You you hear what I'm saying? When a person looks at Hashem as a monster, which a lot of people do, and you look at Hashem as like distant like that, so then then you have a different relation with Him. When a person realizes Hashem is my Father, Hashem loves me, Hashem doesn't do anything, there are no mistakes. So that's that's step one. Then, what? Right. With people, it's much harder. It's much harder with people. It's much harder with people. Much harder with people. But you have to start with yourself. Start with yourself. So start with yourself. So start understanding yourself. You have to understand other. The only way to understand anybody else is through understanding yourself. Also, you can't understand somebody more than you understand yourself. You can only understand someone in, 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 obviously it's different understanding someone else than understanding yourself. But the goal in life is to understand yourself. To understand yourself. And to give over of yourself to somebody. To be a giver. To be a giver to somebody else. When you're looking of being a taker, when you're looking of being a taker, it's much more difficult because then I have to know uh, what's going on. Everything I get is, is a gift. It's great. I'm not looking to take. When a person's looking to take, then it gets more complicated. I don't like what he gave me. I want to get more. And I'm looking to give. I'm looking to be a giver. That makes it much easier. When you're running around on Shabbos, when you're running around on Shabbos 24-7, like a boss, like, like a boss cleaning up. Yeah, right, exactly. When you're running around on Shabbos serving the entire yeshiva, I, I, I don't even, I, we never had this conversation you're not thinking if someone said this, someone did you're, you're, you're in a different zone. You're not like, right? It's, o- it's only the people who are sitting at the table who get angry. Why is that? 
Why did the people sitting there, oh, I need more of this. The soup didn't come. Not that, not that anybody, you know, I'm, not, I'm saying nor, we're, we're all normal. Uh, give me my this, right? You only get, get upset at your wife, right? Because she's cooking the dinner. You're not cooking the dinner. You wouldn't get upset at yourself if you're cooking the dinner. You only get upset at your wife because it's like, oh, she burnt. the rice is not the way I want it to be. The house is not as clean as I want it to be. That's because she's doing it, because you're waiting for her to serve you. So she didn't serve me properly. But when I'm serving, you don't get as upset. Yeah? Works? Okay. Right. The rest is talented. Right. So what, what's the word? Right, like you. Right. It doesn't say You can only experience. Correct. Correct. If you hate, if you hate him, correct. Correct. sometimes a person might say, I don't care if somebody says that about me. But then it comes But if you were in that position, you would care. Right. So it's, right. It's, it's all projecting feeling. Correct. In yourself, and then right. Applying. Hundred percent. If you hate the Havdarech if you hate him, it's because you hate you. But to the degree that you have, like we've said, whatever you have, you give. You can't give more than you have. If I don't have a million dollars, I can't give somebody a million dollars. So if I don't, have, if I have a certain amount of love, I can only give that amount of love. When people give out hate, it's because they have hate. When people give out negative things, it's because they have it. So therefore, they give it. If you're giving love, it's because you have love. So the more a person loves himself, that's a different conversation how a person gets to that. But a person, more he builds himself of love, then he gives over that love, which is a little bit scary because when you see someone who is, who is giving out hate, or you see a person who's giving out negativity, so then, so then obviously you don't want to say, okay, uh, you're negative, right? But, but, but it's a sign. It's a sign that that person has that. And if you yourself are giving that over, then you have to check yourself also to say, what is it that I have inside of me and how can I fix that inside of me? Yes. Why don't, yeah, you guys figure uh, it out. Yeah, you can. <laughs> um, I remember Right. Beautiful. Right. Beautiful. 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 Amazing. Amazing. I just want to I just want to expound a little bit on what Menachem's saying because it's so so important. That has that that has to do with something we've spoken about before. Is that that's why when a person is sad, or a person is happy, or a person has negativity, or a person has whatever he has, like we said yesterday, not to deny it. Because when you deny it, it's no different than if your friend is sad and you just say, ah, get over it. It's the worst thing you could tell to somebody. Ah, get over it. You're sad. Get over it. No, you experience it together. You work through it. You listen to the person. You validate the person. You tell them, okay, I want to hear more about it. So the same thing Menachem's saying, right, with yourself. When you're experiencing something, instead of putting it on the other person, you say, what are you going through? Why do you feel now? How to do that? Okay, it's a different 
question how a person can develop the self-talk. It's a very important thing to have self-talk. That's part of his sponinus, that's part of his spotidus, which, by the way, for all the anti-questioners of his spotidus, his spotidus, that they say, oh, that's a breastless thing, right? So it's, it's uh, the, the Masilja Sharm speaks about his sponinus and his spotidus a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. The tzaddikim talk about spending time alone a lot, a lot. So don't get nervous if you hear the word spending time alone, having self-talk, talking to Hashem, thinking that you're becoming breastless. Not that there's anything wrong with that if it's coming from breastless either. But I'm just saying, in case you have an allergic, you get nervous about that, it's a Jewish concept. It's not a Hasidic breastless concept. It's a Jewish concept. And it's important for a person. And like Menachem saying, when a person learns to have self-dialogue. And a person ha- learns to have self-acceptance. And a person learns to be okay with his feelings, with his thoughts, whatever it is. Then he begins to develop a relationship with himself. And when you develop a relationship with yourself, which is called Bein Adam La'atzmo, right? That might answer the question we spoke about uh, right, some time ago. What does that mean to have a relationship with yourself? Could be through that hispotidus, through the hispotidus, through self-talk, through talking to Hashem which is the most incredible thing. Someone here in yeshiva told me, someone in yeshiva, I'm not going to mention his name, because um, I didn't ask him if I could mention, he probably would let, not let me, but he told me, his mom told me this the other night, we were talking, and he says that during mincha, he loves davening mincha. He says, why? Because he said, this is what he said to me, and he, saw, he had tears in his eyes. Said, oh, one, of, one of your chaveirim over here in yeshiva. He says, when I'm davening mincha, he says, I talk so straight with Hashem about my goals in life and who I want to be. And we have such an open dialogue. This is what he's telling me. He says, and it's every day I look forward to mincha because that's the time where I make up to really talk to Hashem and to open up my heart to Hashem to really have an open dialogue with Him. And I was like sitting there, you know, like, you know, like, whoa, you know, like, holy cow. No, what he says, every mincha. And as he was telling me, he, was, he had tears in his eyes saying how, how he loves just developing this, this feeling. That is, that is obviously Bein Adam La'makam, but it's really Bein Adam La'atzmo. Hashem, Hashem wants us to connect to who we are. Hashem wants us to love ourselves. Loving ourselves means, right, it doesn't mean you go ahead and you can't, I mean, you can't give yourself a hug. But loving yourself means doing things, right? What does love mean from a parent? It means spending time, right? The five love languages. Spending time, right? Taking care of yourself, listening to yourself, being empathic to yourself, believing in yourself, right? Whatever it might be. That's how you love. That's how you love someone. Giving to someone. Ahava is malashin hav, to give, to give to yourself. Doesn't mean give to yourself, right? Why do people give into their taivas? Because they're giving to themselves, they're buying themselves ice cream, they're buying themselves jelly beans. When you give to yourself, you're investing in yourself. You're giving yourself the, the time to, to patience, being patient with yourself. That's giving with yourself. Uh, you know, seeing the strengths that you have, really taking yourself seriously. When you sit with a kid, talk about loving a kid, sitting with, with your son, sitting with a child, and saying, you know, how can we be successful? What can we do? How can I help you? You know, developing that relationship. When you do that to yourself, you become so strong. You strengthen yourself. And, 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 and you know, that's, that's truly how a person can really, really get into, as he says, come, come to 
Chasidus, which is, which is ultimately the level where you really have this, this, this relationship. You know, I was, thinking, I was thinking this morning, you know, when a person feels bad about, about things, when a person feels shame, when a person feels guilt, when a person feels, feels bad about different things that, that, that has happened, that he did, that he's experienced, it, it's, such a, it's such a blessing in a certain way. Because the blessing is, the blessing is, is that you take yourself seriously, and you take your relationship with Hashem seriously, and you take life seriously. Otherwise, you would have no guilt, you would have no shame, and you wouldn't feel bad at all. The only reason you feel bad, the only reason things are hard for you, with your tivus, whatever it is, is because you love yourself so much, and you love your, your life so much, and you value yourself so much that it hurts you that you're not doing exactly what it is that you want to be doing. And the more pain you feel is the bigger proof how much you love yourself. The more pain you have and the more guilt that you have, the bigger it's a, it's a proof how much you really, really love yourself. Because who gives you the most pain, right? Think of yourself as a parent. If you'd have a child who is your, like, you're like your child who's going to become this and that. And that child is going through difficulty. That pains you the most. Why? Because it's like, come on, you could do it, you could do it. And you can't stop thinking about that child. Day in, day out. So too with yourself. If you have certain things that you're not happy about yourself, it's a raya. There's no greater proof how much you believe in yourself and how much you want yourself. The Sahara twists it. It's our twists it around and says, you see, you're a loser. You see, you give in to this. You see, no, no, no. But when you think about it properly, you're like, wow, I really, really matter so much to the point that I feel terrible about my life. I feel terrible about what I'm doing. That's a proof how much of a connection you have with yourself. Beautiful, 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 amazing. 
Yeah, it's Dovey. So what's the difference, or is there a difference, between eating myself and getting from a chef? Is that not one and the same? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, you, you could, that's the same. That's fine. You, you have the ability. becomes bad, but getting from a chef is... Why, why is that bad? Why is that bad? Giving to yourself, like I said. No, no, no. Self-care, selfishness. To, well, no, we're talking about when you wake up early, that's giving to yourself. When you don't give in to desires, that's giving to yourself. That's, give, that's giving to yourself. That's the ability that you thank Hashem. Hashem, thank you that you give me the ability. There are a lot of people who don't have the ability. A lot of people are not in yeshiva. A lot of people don't sit. You sit in Masil Jasharim every day. You ask questions. You're working on yourself. You're working in Torah. You're learning Torah more this year than, than uh, I don't know if uh, I'm saying. You're, learn, you're increasing your learning of Torah, right? Right? You're increasing. Why? Why? Why, Dovey? Why? Because you love yourself and you care about yourself. Self-care. Who gave you that ability? Hashem. Hashem gave you that ability. Hashem gave you the parents that He gave you. Hashem gave you the good looks that He gave you. Hashem gave you the power that He gave you. It's all for you to use to make yourself into a better you. Now, for Hashem, yes. Do I believe that one day Dovi Sauer will be will be will be publicly, you know, doing for the Jewish people personally? Yes, I do believe that. I think you're. A, I think you're a very. I, do I believe that? Yes. I do believe that. But even but but that's not even the point. The point is that your private victories now of you building yourself now and you building yourself up now and giving to yourself is all part of what, what Hashem has given us, all of us. Listen, there's a, there's a bachar. I don't, know, I don't know what happened. I just know last night, right? I don't know if anybody knows who the person is. There was a bachar from the mirror. There was a, a terrible car accident that was killed. It was killed. Killed, uh, I assume he's at your age, 20, 21, 20, 22 years old. 20 years old. That's it. Done. 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 We're alive. We're alive. We're alive. That's all. That's why you wake up in the morning and you say, honey," Because you don't know what could happen the night before. And as you get older, it gets scarier and scarier. It's scary. It's scary. That's why things happen. We don't, again, we don't know why Hashem does things. I'm saying we definitely know that Hashem is you know, knocking on the door saying, uh, Hello, it's my world. I'm here. Don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. Don't forget about all the gifts I've given you to live a life that you want to live. Yeah. Um, just what the rabbi was saying about the, the shame and the guilt. Yeah. So I think, I don't know if anybody else was thinking this, but like sometimes it doesn't like, it doesn't flow from like, oh, shame and guilt to like, oh, good, good that I care about myself. Like it's a chedid, like, Of course, I'm being so, machad or something. So I think that. I said that today. It was I a kahar I had today. I think that, I think that the rabbi was going to agree with me that a lot of times the reason why the shame and guilt isn't producing healthy effects is because it's coming from a should world. And I don't really feel shame. I feel like somebody else thinks I should feel shame. Right. But when a person actually Beautiful. has a standard for himself, and the shame comes from missing my own, Beautiful. my standard, Beautiful. then it always will produce positive results. Because Beautiful. it's my standard, I'm Beautiful. Beautiful. When somebody else's, Beautiful. that shame Beautiful. work. And I think that's Beautiful. We can clarify. Beautiful. Beautiful. We could talk it out. That, this this horror just came to me. It's not, it was a, that's what you're saying. What people, you were saying like, most people, I'm saying, I, 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 I didn't, I ain't have that till now. And what you're saying is so true. I, I just want to add in a spiritual dimension, right? In a spiritual dimension of it, it's because it's called the Yetzirah. 
Yitzhahara, meaning I agree with you in the lumbness of it. I say the Yitzhahara wants 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 your shame and guilt to be to be uh, to be to be to push you down, not not to bring you up. Yeah, correct. You're saying you're saying more in a in a, in a deeper right. Correct, for sure. Correct, correct. It's not owning it. You're not owning it. You're not owning your story. You're not you're not owning, you know, the the, the reality. Like we said yesterday, you're not accepting it. You're in denial from it. You're in denial from it. Yeah. Okay, Hashem should help us all. Shol bizocha. This is so important. We're all blessed. We have so much blessings. Hashem should help us be able to be able to pakeach ivrim. You to open up our eyes. Because when you see how much you have, then you begin to give. You see, needy people, people, you could be needy your whole life because you think you're lacking. When you live in the world of lacking, and you're lacking this, and I'm lacking this, and I'm missing that, then your whole purpose in life is to, is to take, because I'm lacking. But when you're living in the world of, of abundance, and you're living in the world of, I have so much, I have so much, and I have so much blessing, then what you become is you become a sharer, and you share all the blessings that you have. So if you ever see yourself in a mode of, oh, I need to take this and I need to take that, I would question my gratitude of that situation. I would question my ability to perceive and to realize how much of that situation am I really lacking in. I'm maybe not lacking, right, like I think I'm lacking. Because the truth is, Baruch Hashem, one of the blessings and the curses of our generation is the abundance that we have. Right? You speak to people, speak to your grandmother. You know, I mean, I don't know how old grandmothers, but my gra- I mean, I can't speak to my grandmother anymore. I'm saying, the, 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 I spoke, you know, to the pre- previous generation, right, they didn't have a thing called, yeah, I actually do, my wife's grandmother, right? She doesn't throw away plastic cups, she washes, pla- I remember my grandmother, right, watching my grandmother as a little kid, looking at her, saying like, she had like plastic cups, like they write their names of y- your name. I'm like, I-, I ain't using my own cup, for, you know, uh, in-, in an hour from now. We live in a generation of disposable. We live in a generation, that's why there are a lot of addictions. Addictions comes because when there's abundance, right, we've spoken about this, right? We've spoken about, you know, Spotify, Right? When you can listen to any song whenever you want, so you don't appreciate the song that you're on because you're already, you're already on the next song. Right? <laughs> However, when you, when, you, when you have to wait a day to hear a song, I said this, I remember, I remember as a kid, I remember where I was you know, listening to the radio. I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm allowed to be mosque or that. I was listening to the radio. Yeah, unfortunately to say, the, the, the Gaiusha songs then were more kosher than the Jewish songs now. I'm serious. That, I know that's Lashon Hara. I don't know if it's Lashon Hara. I don't think it's Lashon Hara. The Gaiusha songs then were more uh, appropriate than the Jewish songs that come out now. That you go, go to weddings and you hear. Being serious. I was recently at a wedding. I'm not joking. I was recently at a wedding and they played a song. It could be it's a famous song now that they played. I'm trying to think what it was. What song was it? Because no one knew. It was a... It was a it was a, a Israeli whatever from wedding, so no one knew, but I knew because I'm, you know, I'm who I am, and it was a song of what was it? Um, it was uh, whatever. It was a go- it was it was a song from the 80s, from the 90s. It was great. It was a great beat. Everyone was like, oh, what did you, right? Anyway, okay, it's another topic. But the point is, the point is, 
is that I remember waiting. I remember listening to the radio, waiting. And when that song came on, I was in heaven. I was like, ah, it was the best. It was the best. That's where all the addictions come from. That's where our lack of happiness comes from. Sometimes when you have abundance and you don't appreciate, because you're always on to the next thing. No, appreciate what you have. Appreciate, see all the blessings that you have. And we have so much. Hashem should help us realize how much Hashem loves us in everything that we have. And through that, we'll all be zocha to give. Because when you have, and you realize the abundance that you have, you continue to be a giver. Have a wonderful day. And remember, smash your rearview mirrors, everybody. Live today as the first day of the rest of your life. My, my point that I was just saying, you were saying, yeah, that most of us, that most of us, you were saying, uh, you know,